God damn, dude. Perform now. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Screen didn't change. All He's right, still a little start. shy is all. It's all good. Start in three, two, one. What's up, guys? We're back. It's me, Bran, and Spec. And, and me. I'm yeah. here, too. Mm-hmm. He's more energized. I just got up, so we're going to power through this. Today I wake the... up like this. That's a curse. Uh-huh. It really is. We're doing a video chat, so this is different. I can see you now, not just stare out my window like a psychopath. Well, you know, I it, it feel like you gotta, what's it calls it? I, I want to see when you're going to say something so I know I'm not just going to keep talking over you. That's uh, and, But SETI, we can't do it with SETI because his mm-hmm. laptop is still like only, um, he needs like certain memory to be able to stream and record at the same time. So it's all messed uh-huh. up on his end. So, but yeah, it's been fucking yeah. up. For us, so I figured, fuck it, let's try the video thing, because it worked for us last time. So. Yeah, it did. So, we're going to do the autopsy of Attack on T... Fuck! <laughs> we're leaving, I, unless you want to keep editing this. And start uh, pr- just got to roll damn. with the punches, bro. Just roll with the uh, punches. Don't be so fucking nervous. Who gives a shit? Attack on tits. Attack on tits. That would be a hilarious uh, porn. <laughs> just a parody <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway yeah attack on titan season one um and then we're gonna do a roll for the next anime we're gonna watch which is full of spicy boys which i'm so, i don't know if i should be excited or afraid but you know we're we're gonna yeah. see what we get ah, but, uh, it'll go good i mean you gotta eventually it's it's like death bro it's coming eventually you gotta watch the the etchy stuff yeah, you were we were making a joke earlier where it was like, well, we missed out on doing some spooky shit for October, so we're gonna just go through No Nut November watching the most borderline hentai shit possible. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> and really I threw great. some. I threw some wholesome ones. Like you might not think that, let's say, life lessons with, uh, fuck, I can't even remember the full name, but it's life lessons with Oromichi son, I think. Uh, and the monster. Oh wait, no. Daily lives of high school boys, banger, great one. Not not etchy at all. Interview with monster girls. You might think is going to be pervy, but it's just a, a creepy title. I, I swear, bro. I swear, can't you're giving wait. me that look. Like I can't wait. Just... But it's good, right? <laughs> all right. Well, what have you been up to lately? Uh, well, for everyone who's listening, I think this up. Oh, I think. Wait, how is this going to come out? Because next week... No, so they'll hear about it already. But I uh, just finished up... Because the recording times are all fucked up. But uh, yeah, I yeah. finished up with that podcast that is uh, the the rewrite, the Redux for Game of Thrones Season 8. It's really good. I recommend it a lot. Um, I'm trying to get back into Spellmonger, which is an audiobook series that my buddy Dave turned me on to. And I'm like halfway through the overall... Thing. he wants to make it like 30 like a 30 book series and i'm, I'm i think i'm on 14 Christ. now and um that was when i was telling you where like it starts off in the medieval times and then like it goes to like it's actually not medieval it's like sci-fi and then it goes yeah. 
we're gonna see where it goes. But it's, so far, it's a great not. It's a great series. I highly recommend it. Spellmonger for anyone who's out there listening. Um, but yeah, no. And then I finished up Attack on Titan, which is why we're here talking today. So that's what I've been up to. Anything for you? Any new creepy shit you've been watching? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say there's a there's an anime that's like that, the Spellmonger, where it starts off in a medieval kind of thing, but then you realize it's the world like collapsed, and then it's called a uh, I'm quitting heroing, and it's it goes off the story of oh fuck I'll spoil it. Well, I'm not gonna watch it one day. We're just gonna. <laughs> Uh, probably not. No, it's, oh, it's okay. average at best. Oh, okay. But yeah. it it starts off with you have this guy who's like the hero, and he's really strong, and he beats the demon king, who's actually a woman, and then and everybody kind of turns on him because he's so strong, and then he tries to join her thing to like rebuild the demon army, but she tells him to fuck off. Okay. So he, dis- he disguises himself. Whatever the generals say, yes, because they really need because he fucked him up. And as you learn as they go on, like his backstory, he was created by humans in modern times because demons came and we were getting our asses kicked. So he kills them all and he has nothing to do for millennia and they don't want him anymore. And then it's just like society collapses and then magic and all this comes back and it's just a constant cycle. And he's just trying to really die at the end. <laughs> so it's kind of a, a decent story, but then they fuck it up. They don't quite stick the landing. Yeah, like it, it gets interesting because he's not even human. Like he's like a genetically altered thing, and it's pretty pretty decent story. But then, like I said, towards the end, it's like okay. But uh, lately, I have been watching anime. Uh, there, I told you about this one first. I started this last night, but there is a Attack on Titan Junior High, which is apparently kind of old i had never heard of this it's a chi- so like, when, uh, when did it come out? at least five years ago oh okay yeah because those those were the old i was looking at the comments just to see i don't know if there's spoilers for a season i think there is might be for season two i'm not sure so i'll let you know when i finish it uh it's very funny very goofy it's in a chibi style so they're like shrunken down with big heads for people who don't know what that is. Oh, like when they ruined Teen Titans for me? Yeah. When they made Teen Titans go with that whatever mm-hmm. the fuck animation style. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But it's it's pretty fucking funny so far. Instead of Titans eating people, they'll eat their school lunch. And it's just goofy. So far, I believe they all sound, I think it's the same voice actors as the actual series. Yeah, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Especially like Mikasa and Levi. Because I'm watching the sub and it's it's good. Uh, The other one I watched was Romantic Killer. It's on Netflix. That one I would suggest because it's really pretty. Like the animation style is really good. And it's just a goofy comedy. It's a, you know those dating sims, right? Yes, I'm aware well this story is like a there's a girl like a pretty average chick but all she does is play video games eat chocolate and play with uh her family's cat so this basically wizard comes out it's like hey i'm taking all the three things you love away so your cat 
you can't eat chocolate and you can't play video games. And then it puts her in like various romantic situations. And it's, it's funny because her whole thing is like, I'm not going to fall in love. So, (laughs) so she's a tall, she's a maniac. It's really good. I think it's 12 episodes. Like I said, it's on Netflix, and Netflix animation is pretty sketchy. This one was actually really good. I finished it in like two days. Did you then... see, um, what was it? I, I went over my buddy Mike's house uh, one time, and uh, re- quite recently. Shout out to my, my brother Mike. He, he just got back from Wales. He won his WKA championship, so he's a world champ now with Muay Thai. Damn. And, uh, yeah. And what's it called? So... I was over his house. We were watching it's another Netflix thing called Super Crooks. I've seen it's on. I've seen it on the thing. I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I watched a couple episodes of that with him, and it was pretty yeah. good. Did you Did you watch Invincible? Were you the one who yes. was telling me to watch that? Okay, I watched Invincible. Is there two seasons, or is there only one right now? They only did one so far. It's probably going to get season two at some point, but. Hmm. I never finished it. I, might I just watched that. it because um, I realized that it was the main character is Glenn from The Walking Dead, like the voice yeah. actor that he's got. And I was like, every, as you could see clearly in, in through our <laughs> facial interactions yeah. right now, uh, I look a lot like Glenn from The Walking Dead. Especially when I have a hat on. Like, oh, I, I went for that as Halloween for fucking years in college because I was lazy. But I just got to put a hat on. Damn, bro. From The Walking Dead. I could so, totally hit you with a baseball bat. Yeah, I actually posed for a picture that was... Uh, uh, there were a couple of Negans at a Halloween party I was at, and I posed for uh, getting my head bashed in for a couple of pictures. It was funny. Damn. But yeah, so I watched it for... I was like, oh my god, my boy Glenn! So he was um, Stephen Yoon. Shout out to yeah. him. So yeah, no, I, I watched it for that. And then it actually turned out to be pretty good. Because the first episode really just fucks you up. Well, at least fucked me up because i didn't expect that was, at all that was badass i remember watching it, i was like oh shit oh yeah because you you saw it you saw a little bit of it yeah i had gotten it. fuck it it's old stuff i got to where he is teamed up with did he go on a date with that girl where that girl finds out that her boyfriend's cheating on her so like maybe three or four episodes oh, okay they just dealt with the invasion and then his dad showed up and then just murdered that entire alien race Yep, yep, there it is. I mean, Joe, was it Jonah J. Jameson? That guy? I can, he's such a good actor, and I can't remember his name. Uh, fuck, I I knew his name too, and I completely just forgot it. That was embarrassing. Hey, just, it's you. You (laughs) should fucking hear my shit when it goes. I have the Metal Gear fucking codex on when I get a text. Oh, I had a guy who I worked with who had that, and he had never played Metal Gear. What? Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Yeah, I was like, okay. But yeah, it's uh Yeah, I might have to finish that. There was some shit I didn't like. Like there were obviously like some little modern day prince. JK Simmons. That's the guy's there you that's go. the actor, JK Simmons. There it is. But yeah, I'll have to finish that so then we can maybe do like a quick review of it. Yeah, there you go. That that's a technically anime. Yeah. So, uh, Good. All right. Too. So, do you want to do you want to hop into this? We've been rambling enough about other shit. So let's uh, let's give the people what they want. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll start with the story so far. Where are you at, dog? 
You want to go over what happened since episode 17 or 18? Uh, yeah, they fight the Titan. They, they lure the Titan to a trap in the forest. You know, Aaron's all about like, all right, I got to trust you guys. Oh, my God, I'm going to. And, you know, of course, yelling the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then what's it called is that they do a little switcheroo intrigue. You know, they, uh, they capture the, the, the Titan, but then she's not going to let herself get caught. So she fucking summons everyone else and they all come and eat her. But then she escapes. She's in, you find out through, and, you know, everyone. I, I actually did like how, what's it called, is it how Erwin or Erwin, Ervin, whatever the fuck they're going to pronounce it like. Uh, I love how he's like so like not. He's not dumb. So he's always like, yeah, no, like, I'm not going to assume that she's dead. She's probably, like, still alive amongst mm-hmm. us right now. Like, we got to be careful. That's why I told Levi to put his shit on and all that shit. Or refill his tanks and plunder his blades and stuff. So I did like how he was. he's taking that into account. So he's like, oh, well, she's... Let's fucking go home! Like, you know, mission accomplished, boys. Fucking, uh, yeah, so I'd like that he... You know, he's he's definitely one of my favorite characters just for the intelligence factor. Um, what else? Then she attacks uh, Aaron's party, and uh, what's it called? Oh, look at that! There's my phone just went off. Um, so she oh, it's Seti. Look at that. Uh, text them. I'll say no. Uh, recording. <laughs> Sorry, just in case he decides calling. This is a great production value, guys. We have we fuck up the intro and we goof yep, off. Yep, and we and it. we just get derailed. Sorry for the unprofessionalism. So, anywho, uh, yeah. So, uh, what's it called? That that chick that you find out is the female Titan. She's actually, um, well, later on that you figure out that it's Annie. But for for the sake of just going along, because I'm all over the place right now. Um, mm-hmm. so she jumps Aaron's team and kills them all. And he's all like, oh, shit, I'm fucking, ah! And he fucking goes at it, and they fight. Um, what's it called? She takes his fucking head off, which was pretty fucking radical. And, yeah, no, so then it goes into the whole thing where they have to get back to the town, and the, the nice little, um, what, what's the word that you call it? It's, it's very, it, it, it's uh, mirrors when they were kids, and they saw the, the team come in. From their first, mm-hmm. exp- or whatever. Well, they're all beat to shit. Yeah, and they're all mm-hmm. beat to shit now. So they're like, "Oh shit, that's what it's all about." And they're like, "Yeah, don't freak out and don't call them, you know, or you know, because Aaron just wants to like stand up and like everyone want to ream him, but it's like, yeah, no, don't fucking do that shit. No one really quite understand. And it kind of reminded me of shit like, um, you know, what what World War One vets when they went back home. Yeah, they had to like explain like when people would ask him how the war was and they would like tell him and no one would believe him mm-hmm. type deal like that really kind of hit home a little bit i was like oh wow like it's very similar to that and then let's see they, they keep going then they make that and then armin has that really good uh plan to what's it calls it to corner annie and then it gives you a little like what what as soon as they kind of made the episode like a little bit about her in the beginning of it, I was like, "Oh, okay, I can see where this is going." I think they, mm-hmm. and I kind of figured it out already. Yeah, yeah you were you were close last time I asked you. You were like, "Oh, somebody might be like a double agent or some shit from the military." I was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." I already figured. I already had some suspicions that, with that, especially because how like she she was 
she knew all the shit, like what to do, like to block yeah. herself to all the stuff, like where where she's, you know, the, her defenses and, sh- and and looking around for the faces and everything. So mm-hmm. I kind of pieced it together. It all seemed a little too coincidental, but no coincidences when it comes to storytelling. And um, what's it called? Yeah. And then there was that nice little plan where it was like, come on, just come down to the sewer. She's like, I can't. He's like, come on. And everyone's like waiting behind shit. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Cause it was like, it convinced me in the beginning. Cause I thought it was literally like, I thought it was real that they were trying to smuggle Aaron out. Like I thought that was a real actual part of it. Yeah. When I first saw it too, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Right up until I saw everyone lurking behind the barrels and I was like, Oh shit, here it comes. Yeah. And then she had that fucking ring and she fucking, yeah. So it was, it was good. Um, they had that fight. And then I, there's some stuff that I don't quite understand with the crystal. And then you told me because uh, you kind of semi spoiled it for me because mm-hmm. I didn't watch. As soon as it ended, I kind of just turned it off, and uh, I didn't quite stay tuned for the post credit scene where there's a fucking Titan face behind the wall. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that until you told me about it, which is I have more questions about that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. And the whole crystalline Annie, I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if it, like did it looked like Aaron. Did he do that when he was trying to absorb it and she got after that? Or was that a thing that she did? Like, I don't quite understand that whole process, but I'm sure it's going to get explained later on down the line. Um, yeah. All I'll say is that she did it. He didn't do it. Okay. That's why uh, Levi cuts him out because he's trying to kill her. And they're trying to save her for information, but then she gets all fucking hard. Gotcha. But uh, my favorite part of that was when they're in the tunnel and she's like stomping, trying to get him out. And then they're like, Aaron, you got to you got to change. Right. And Mika says, like, why do you like like her? She- <laughs> 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 like, why aren't you doing this? And oh, that, you that would like that part. Oh, God. Well, because she's such a serious character, except when it comes to Aaron and like the romance shit. It cracks me up every time. Like you're you're about to be squished if this guy doesn't turn. And then you're like, do you like her? Is that why you're not? <laughs> it's full psycho bitch shit. So I was like, that always cracked me up. Though. Maybe it was different in the sub, but. Oh, yeah. She didn't do that. Well, no, it, it was still kind of the same lines as like, well, is there something that's holding you back from doing it type deal? Like it's. Oh, no. In the in the sub, she's like, do you like her? That's funny. That yeah. is so funny because. um. Like, they hint about it throughout the show, like, you know, when they're, like, running along the wall. Like, I know you love him, but still, fucking blah, blah, She's like, oh, no. Uh, you know, so I, but I, I don't know. For me, I can never, I always looked at it from, like, a more of, like, a kindred brother-sister, like, tight-knit friendship almost thing. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely feels one-sided. Like, she's more, I don't know about the dub. But in the sub, like, Aaron's just trying to live his life, and she's, like, on his ass. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it, it, it explained... I didn't quite understand it at first, and then when they did her whole episode where it shows, like, Aaron literally just being like, hey, like, I don't know why! And they're just fucking, like, yeah. Dude, being that, a fucking psycho. That was insane, because I'm like, this kid's, like... What, six or seven or maybe eight? Yeah, did some fucking Vinland Saga Torfin yeah. type shit. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? And it kind of really put into perspective, like, yeah, no, he was her savior in that moment. So I could see why she feels like there's like a life debt to be owed. Because I'm the same way when it comes to sort of friends of mine that I feel like when I was down and I needed people to rely on, um, people that were there for me, I really 
Like I don't forget that shit. So I'm always yeah. like Goose and Dave and everyone, like everyone, my, my friend group I was talking to you about before, um, they've all been there for me in extreme moments. And so like, I definitely owe them debts of gratitude and I, I'm very much the type that will be vehemently like, will run after a Titan if I feel like they have them in their mouth. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm fucking coming, motherfucker! Like, that, that type of same energy. So that's where I that's where I looked at it. I didn't quite look at it from a romance perspective. So, oh. I, I wonder if that is a, a translation thing, because I def... Maybe, obviously, I've seen it all, so it definitely gets more into it. Uh, but I would say that I feel like in the sub, it's definitely more of, you can tell she's She's interested in him. I mean, just from the very beginning. I think even her telling on, uh, telling on him to his parents about him wanting to join the scouts was like out of not just being a fucking asshole, but like, oh, she really loves Aaron and she doesn't want him to go out there. She wants to just live a normal life with him. That's how I perceived it. Uh, but this sh- ah, that's shitty. I wish they would have kept that because it, that just. Especially in the moment where you're like, yeah, that would that would be funny if she yeah. did say it like that. Like it was because you like her, you fucking asshole. And that would be so. I would laugh. Yeah. I would definitely laugh. But yeah, no, I I didn't get that part in it. But still, though, it was a good, it was a good scene. It did show that Aaron, like, especially when they they kept doing the, the flashbacks. It did like that that semi Quentin Tarantino esque. Like mm-hmm. they'll jump back and they'll do like a whole half an episode where he's like trying to figure out how his power works. And then that's why he's not transforming at the moment or whatever the fuck. Like they have a, I liked it. And also like the struggle of like, she is one of them. And the fact that she's a traitor or whatever, they don't really know yet. Like that definitely weighs on everybody too. Yeah. Like why is this happening? What the hell was this about type deal? Which makes, like why are they trying to steal Aaron? What are they going to do to him? Where are they trying to take him? Shit like that. Right, because now I'm thinking, especially because she, the flashbacks with, at least for the small part with Annie, now it makes it seem like that there's, you know, they, they, they snuck in through the wall in the first breach and this and that. So I'm like, okay, so there's, so now I'm thinking about like, there's another, I'm thinking that there's another community like they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking that there's another out there or maybe even a different part of the wall. Like, is it like a, cause I, they zoom out and it's pretty fucking big, you know, like it's, it's a, the, that circle that they made around or the, the multiple circles, the concentric rings and shit. Like it's a pretty large fucking community. So I'm thinking like, is it like a game of Thrones thing where there's like a, like maybe the Northern section is wants to fight the Southern or whatever the fuck, or I'm thinking that there's maybe another community somewhere out there in the woods that's doing the same shit. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't quite make heads or tails of it as of yet because there's not a lot of details to go off of but i'm just making i'm just shooting in the dark yeah what'd you think about the fight scenes i liked them a lot i remember you saying um in the beginning how the creator or the artist or whatever he's um what's called he was really big in mma and Mm. all that shit so i got i got to see like especially when annie took up her fighting stance in basic training i was like oh shit like they're we're we're doing some fucking actual fighting techniques some of the most fucking muay thai tippy toe shit yeah yeah especially because i got my ass beat a lot by mike who's a (laughs) fucking muay thai world champion so yeah no like i i understand where that shit's coming from so oh i recognize this Mm. so (laughs) yeah the uh and later on too There'll be another couple fights where you're like, 
they use legitimate MMA moves, and it's really good. And the yeah, animation is good too. So that it's like legit moves where you're like, okay. And then I never even put it together when you first see the female Titan and she gets in that stance as the Titan. I never was like, that's Annie. At yeah, all. that was one of the things that really um, almost gave it away. Like I was like, I was like, this is this is like one for one. Like that's her. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones. So. Well, I didn't. The whole time I'm like, damn, why are they taking him? Is like who who is this chick? Like why do they, is Aaron like a at the time I'm like I don't know what the fuck Aaron is. He's just a Titan, but they keep trying to get him. Or she does. Like she's clearly looking for him. And like she doesn't even kill Armin. So at the time I'm like, well, okay, maybe that's somebody important to Aaron. For some reason in my head, because Aaron gets eaten. So in my head I'm like, is that his mom? Did his mom also turn into a Titan? Ooh. That's what I was thinking the whole time. And then when it's Annie, I was like, oh. You know, Aaron gets eaten and then he fucking just bursts out the dude's guts. So, Yeah, I was expecting that to happen. I was expecting Aaron to fucking, oh, while she's running, we're going to have a scene where he's like, the arm just shoots out of her mouth. Like, I thought that was going to, mm. but it didn't. It was a whole thing where she had in like a little cocoon. Yeah. And then her crying at the end, too. That made me think that there was more of a emotional attachment to Aaron. Which I I don't know. I mean, they. I'm trying to think of the show. She doesn't. She definitely respects him, because of his attitude. I think they're very similar kind of people. Aaron. I think I think her crying is um some some uh, symbolizes her. She feels like she failed the mission. She's okay. like because she's thinking about her dad's final words, like "Come back to me, Annie." Yeah. And she knows like I ain't coming back. So I think that's what the crying's about. Like she she realizes that she got got. And now I'm in a crystallized cocoon. So, like, yeah. I don't know. That, that's what I got from it. That's why I, I sympathize with that. Well, I, like I said, at the time, I was thinking it was his, probably his mom. And then I'm like, oh, maybe she's crying because she wants to save Aaron. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe there's a twist where the humans are the bad people and the Titans have a reason for trying to kill them. Would make sense. You know, yeah. a lot of things in Japanese stuff is we are the virus or we are the cause yeah. of the fucking shit. So, it would it would um it would it would um it would check out. But yeah, the fight scenes are great. Kind of kaiju battle in the middle of the fucking city. I did like how at the end of the episode they have Aaron throwing her into like a church type thing, and then they have the people like next episode in the beginning they have the people in the church like in like the middle of a sermon, mm-hmm. and she then they just fucking burst through the walls. I was like, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> It was even funnier too because that church is like based on like the walls will protect us from the Titans and all right. This other and then shit. here yeah. the Titans are just come yeah. bursting through the thing. I, I did like that. Yeah, that was good. Where's Gray your anim- god now? Yeah, gray animation style. Um, I'm trying to think what else happens in the story. Hanj is a psychopath, or Hanji, however the fuck you say. Hey, I like her. She is definitely one of my favorite characters of just because of how intense she is when it comes to like her research and just her oh. overall personality. I fucking love it. When the Titan gets killed and she just like breaks down freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love I her love too because like she'll just be talking to Aaron about this crazy shit. And Aaron's like, what the fuck? Especially when they take him up in that little retreat kind of place. Uh trying to think what all happens i mean that's really it the core characters you have are kind of the 
the base of what's going forward. Season two is very short. It's only 12 episodes, but it gets wild. You get introduced to more of the the shit going on. So. Yeah, I was even thinking about like, so remember you said, or they were talking about how Mika said like, oh yeah, the Asian, the Oriental one or whatever the hell. Like, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then I'm starting like Aaron Yeager and I'm just like uh, Annie Lionheart and I'm, I'm trying to like, look at these names so i'm trying to figure out like okay who is who could possibly be an outsider type deal or whatever or from a different community i'm trying Mm -hmm. to figure that out too because i'm like all right well maybe annie wasn't the only one that snuck in at this point so oh i'm seeing a smirk i'm seeing (laughs) a smirk am i hitting something am i digging too deep am i gonna find a bell rock all i'm gonna say is remember the beginning how many titans you saw yeah. 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 They're all Titans? They're all? No, no let's say that, but just remember the big ones. So there's at least two more. So you have a Colossal and Armored. All right. There you go. So. Yeah, that's all I'm going to tell you. Um, two more spies, ladies and gentlemen. I will, I will figure this out. I'll piece together. I'll be Detective Spec. The reveal's going to kill you. Probably. It's probably gonna I'm probably gonna get pissed. What I'm like. No no no. It's gonna be you're gonna be so shocked in the way it happens. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Because the way it happens, you're just sitting there like, wait, what? And then Alright, from there. You wanna talk about the setting, I guess? So I guess setting would be more like the lore surrounding the area. So we got the Titans, obviously. We're starting to kind of figure out what they are at this point. Cut them in the nape of the neck. We know that there are people who can turn into Titans and they tend to have some, I guess, abilities. Uh, I would think, I mean, the female Titan, she did that scream and then all the Titans came, but I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know that much about uh, a lot of the beginning because I saw it so long ago and I didn't really get into the lore. She also has that ability to like harden up her fist mm-hmm. or any body part to like really pack a punch. Oh, before we get to like the setting, what what did you think about uh, Levi's party just getting decimated? Uh, yeah, no, like I I figured that they were going to at some point. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, like these people, like yeah, no, they're. Everyone has that whole thing. Like, no one's. This really is like the Game of Thrones of anime yeah. at this point, where it's like, yeah, no one's safe. No one's got plot yeah. armor except for Aaron, because of course. But, I mean, even in the beginning, I was fooled. I was like, oh shit. Well, that's so much for that. And I thought it was just going to be like a Mikasa story after that. I was like, oh okay, that's where it picks up. But I did know in the beginning uh, that Aaron was a Titan. So I was just kind of if I didn't know that i would probably just completely just resign to the fact that okay this is a mikasa story or this is a whatever story but like i'm pretty sure like levi is the only one that's capable of doing the actual like her him and mikasa are the only two are like actually capable of like fucking titans up uh because that whole squad i was like yeah no i don't think anyone's gonna make it out of this um the the death of the i can't remember her name the death of the girl where yeah. she gets thrown against the tree. Uh, that hit me. I was like, damn. I really liked all the, even the douchey guy with the, like, uh, almost pink kind of hair. 
he I liked them all. Like they were all cool. And like I said, Attack on Titan does so good at introducing characters, making you like them in a short amount of time, and then just take yeah, them. Yeah, well I kinda really knew they were all gonna die when they were joking about pissing themselves. Yeah. Who was pissed so like <laughs> they gave him that lighthearted like haha, remember that time? And I'm like, bro, one of them's getting got. Mm-hmm. Especially after because that was like right before too, the green the Annie fired off that smoke signal to let them know, like, oh, come over here, because they thought it was Levi. I was like, Oh, they're all fucked. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're all fucked. This is not gonna be good for any of them. Type deal. But yeah, no, I, I did What's it called? I, I'm never worried about Levi, if that makes any sense. I feel like he's always got his shit. Like, he's sort of that, like that legendary soldier. He's so angry, I don't think you could kill him. Right? Yeah. Like, everything he did, he was just so quick. Like, he when they when he did that fucking spinning top type shit mm-hmm. with the blades, just went up her arm and, sh- and just fucked up her whole body. I was like, God damn, this dude is just full of rage. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like he, him. He's great. Uh, I fuck he's probably one of the best characters just because he never really changes like from see like he's a defined character where it's not like he gets soft and he doesn't want to kill titans like he'll kill like he does not give a fuck yeah he'll, he'll, he, he's i think that's why he kind of sympathizes with aaron a lot because mm-hmm. when aaron's like i yeah. want to kill them all he's like yeah. like all right Impressive. Like, all right, whatever. Like, Definitely like some big brother shit. Yeah, he's got that, that shared interest. Oh, you want to kill him? So do I. Like, okay. Yeah. We're smart that you said that, kid. Because you know that's like my kind of my life mission to eradicate the mm-hmm. earth of these fucking people. So, Oh, it's even worse, too, is when they when they have to... When they're retreating back to the walls and then they have to just chuck the bodies out. Like, they don't even get that, bro. <laughs> they don't even get a burial. Yeah, so. no, that that one that one guy, and yeah, that's one thing that surprised me too. Was um, because it shows that one soldier being like, "I know where his body was. We can go get him." Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, "No, fuck it, we gotta go now." And then you see him; he went back to go get the body, like a like a like a fucking asshole. Well, I can't even really say asshole, but like he disobeyed orders. He went to go get him, and then they paid the price for mm-hmm. it. And it really so it's like yeah you went to go get one now we can't have any because of you look at that and and you could see like the total regret in that guy's face of like yeah no this is why I can't be doing that type of shit but then when I saw Levi come up I was like Levi's just gonna fucking cut this dude in half I was like holy shit like but then he had that tender moment of like we carry the memory instead of the yeah. Body. So I was like, oh, okay, good for him. Like, I really, that kind of cemented Levi for me. I was like, I love this dude. Like, that yeah. dude's a, he's, he's an asshole, him. but he's got a reason. Yeah. 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 He's a hassle with a heart of gold. He definitely, he reminds me of Aaron as if Aaron had like 10 years of just dealing with the same shit. Like, he's just worn down to where he, quote, doesn't care. But clearly he does. Especially like when I think they go into the village and he thinks about the girl. I think her dad or uncle shows up or something like that. Yeah, her dad. When they go mm-hmm. when they go back to town and the girl that died, I want to say her name was Sasha or something. No, no. Sasha's the one that loves food. Yeah, she's a potato girl. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. But that one girl, you're right. Her dad does show up and he's, and he's 
you just see he's got that look in his face like please stop talking like this is just because mm. she ain't coming back yeah that's rough uh damn it's so good but i honestly feel like the beginning season of uh, attack on titan is better than game of thrones at its best if you take away the red wedding i don't know like because the red wedding is just such a shock factor and brutal if you take that away, I don't know if it's as poignant. Because I'm thinking of like main characters that just ignore season eight because you know they're wrapping up, so they got to kill off a bunch of people. But before that, it's like, is it really that much? Not really. Maybe the night. Well, okay, I can think of a couple like a uh, whatever her name is, the wildling that Jon Snow falls in love with. Egret. Egret. That, then John, but then he comes back, and then I'm not really sure there's a whole lot of like, oh shit, I was invested in this person, and then they died. Off the top of my head. I I will say, like, when it comes to character investment, you're Mm -hmm. right. I mean, there are characters in that where... And then you could also argue, too, where it's like, that's just the show versus sometimes the books even have it to where these some of these characters aren't dead yet. Yeah, They kill them off in the show. So you can still even have that moment of, oh, yeah, I don't really care. But, whatever. but I mean, like, just Ned, if you don't, like, I kind of knew that in the beginning. Spoiler alert for Game of Thrones if you haven't fucking seen it, folks. But Ned Stark doesn't make it out of season one, and they do a whole thing of setting up, like, yo, like, He's the hero. He's gonna come in. He's supposed to be changing things up. He's he sees the the, the holes. He's gonna do that, and then it's like, nope, he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it sets him up to where it's like, okay, you're gonna go. You're gonna go be with John in the north. You're gonna join the Night's Watch. And it's like, oh shit, father son duo gonna be kicking ass up north. And it's gonna no, they just and I'm like, oh shit. And then you know, every death pretty much after that was kind of like, oh okay, like I'm I trying to see it. I understand. Like there was a lot, a lot of deaths happened, and, but like you said, like when it comes to sheer investment factor, like what's it calls it? Like I, I mean, a lot of their, a lot of deaths. I feel like if even if they are a heavily invested person, they kind of is to serve the plot type deal, you know. So yeah, it's like oh, they're gonna die for this character to have motivation for something. Right, versus Attack of Titan is people die because it's the reality of war. Yeah, that's why I, going on. That's you know? a great comparison because I feel like they do that extremely well. To where you feel like, besides Aaron, but even in the beginning, like you said, everybody's fair game. Yeah. And the whole time you're like, you think, oh, Mikas is badass, but then you're back of your mind, you're like, all it takes is one fucking Titan to snap her and then that's it. Yeah, all it takes is one little boop tug on her leash or on mm-hmm. her line when she's dead, and then she's fucked. Yep. You know, like they do show her being able to like, which I, what was it? There was, it really has a, you were talking about Levi's squad in the beginning. They do a good job of like, okay, he's going to come in for the full frontal attack. And then, these, and then they know that, okay, if I do this, they're more than likely going to swipe at me. So I actually hit the air brakes and I go back. And then the other two come in, they fucking take out the eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a good teamwork dynamic. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I actually had a little bit of hope for just a mm-hmm. brief second. And then, eh, no. 
she channeled everything into one, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. She channeled all of her energy into one eye and this and that. And uh, then everyone was fucked from, from there on in. But yeah, no, like, or like just in the beginning too, where I talked about that couple that was all cutesy in the beginning, <laughs> like, oh, we're going to make it through this baby. And then she's literally like giving him CPR and he's yep. fucked. Like he's only half of a person. Yeah. And it's, but she doesn't get that. And that whole, like literally the reality of, of war the reality of like yeah everyone is their own main characters to a certain extent but that's that shit doesn't matter you can get snuffed out in a minute mm-hmm. like anytime i go to play chivalry or battlefield or anything like that where it's like oh i'm the main no i get blown up in an instant or i get or uh ran over by a, a cavalry charge or a straight arrow or something like or, or a catapult you know it's just that's it. That's the reality. It's not movies, ladies and gents. Like they do a really good job, but not so much in the later seasons of Game of Thrones, where they had more plot armor. You know, Battle yeah. of the Bastards with Jon Snow, literally. Oh my god! When they're tracking Jon through the fucking Battle of the Bastards, and they have an arrow volley come at him, and he just ducks, and everything, and every arrow just doesn't hit him. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's bullshit. Um, yeah, as he calls it. Like it just really gets gets you to show that you know, like. And that sucks too, because that's reality. my favorite battle of the of the show. Really, I hate that battle. Yeah. I fucking absolutely hate it. Oh, you'd hate season eight. Like I said, the the battle for Winterfell in season eight is so dog shit. They have cool elements, and then again, they put their catapults on their front line. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just like, come on, man. The only thing that I liked, or. It's, this just might be a thing because it's kind of like related to me in some sort of way. Uh, again, I'm a narcissistic cunt sometimes. But that whole scene after he gets his horse killed, this is in mm-hmm. Battle of the Bastards. John kind of like stands up and he kind of has like, oh, fuck. And he takes off a sword belt, draws his sword. And he's just like, all right. Yep. This is it. Like he just has that like moment of realization, like I'm gonna die, but this is how I'm gonna go it out. And mm-hmm. fucking Mandalorian has that one scene where he's fighting the in season one where he's fighting the big bull or whatever, the charging thing, and he um not the gets, I forgot. And he yeah, yeah he gets yeah. fucked up and he takes out his knife and he just kinda like holds it out and he's like, This is my last go. Like I kinda love those moments when you see characters that's like, This is it. This is yeah. my final, like, this is, I'm not going to live past this moment, so I'm going to make the last moment pretty goddamn good. Or yeah. or at least make the last moment, like, I'm not going to just let it kill me. I'm going to try. Like, that's, I do appreciate those moments a lot when I see them. So I did sympathize with that scene. But for Attack on Titan, it's, you don't even get that, because that's not, that's the difference between a romanticized yeah. thing of battle versus, no, this is realistic battle. This is. Oh, like, you get it eventually? But then it just backfires. Where he's like, I'm going to do this. And then just gets smacked down yeah. by a tide or some shit. Yeah. Yep. I love it because it, it brings you back to reality. Because you want that. Yeah. That for levity. a show that's completely animated with mm-hmm. giant naked baby fucking Titan folks eating people. It's this and that. It's the most realistic depiction of battle that I've seen in media versus like, like I said, they have the hero moments. Of everyone's doing the thing and this and that. Where it's like, no, reality is. Like, what's, what's it called? Like, no matter how much I prep and I train and I try to, and I want to like do my best to be a, a, a absolute warrior or, or whatever the fuck like that, like I'm, I'm susceptible to just being aced in a heartbeat because that's reality. It, I mean, what, fuck, there was a king. Was it Edward who died because he fell in, in mud and his armor weighed too much and he couldn't get out? Sounds about right. 
And then that's just what you are as history, as the guy who drowned in mud? Yeah. Was a, I mean, like, the fucking, there was a president that, you know, you have you have presidents like Teddy Roosevelt, literally get shot mid-inauguration <laughs> speech, yeah. and it's like, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And then his son, later on, being a fucking, the only brigadier general on the beach in Normandy, you know, type shit. But then you have a president also that fucking his inauguration party, he ate like too many cherries and drank a cold glass of lemonade or milk or something like that. And then he died after that. Yeah. It's like, that's reality. Like this is, this isn't, this isn't guaranteed. You're not supposed to be living. Yeah. Like, you could, you could get God any fucking second. Place. Not everyone's 103 duels like Andrew Jackson. A lot exactly. of them are fall exactly. in the shower and die. <laughs> I always think about that. We'll be like, uh, what I have lived like 300 years ago. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I got a fever last week, so I probably would have died. In reality, yeah, yeah. But I, I will say though, for for battle realism, yeah, Attack on Titans got it mm-hmm. more so than anything that I've ever watched. Yeah, and that's I do like it. May I mean, Elden Ring comes to mind with that brutality of. Even if you do the right thing, sometimes shit still ends poorly. Like I'm thinking of that castle in the south where you meet the the blind girl. Yeah, you're trying to go get her dad, and then you come back and she's just dead. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, what the fuck? But then you get the Game of Thrones sword, so at the end, it's like, what well, kind of worth it? <laughs> uh, um, I always think about. Um, did you play Ghost Tsushima? Yeah. So I just think about spoilers for that game, folks. Um, just. If you think about it, every time he tries to help out something or he tries to, like, rally troops to the cause, like, bad shit happens. Like, yeah, he the, the overall battle's won at the end of the day, but every step that leads up to that, it's like he takes one step forward, but three steps back every mission. By using every the mission. poison, the Mongols then get the poison and then use it on their people, and then it's just, yeah. You know, Everything that, has like, a consequence. The, I want to uh, the whole thing with the monks in the temple, where like the the like the big warrior monks mm-hmm. that deals oh, like, yeah. well, you only can save one because everyone else fucking dies. Don't think, or I'm gonna try to help out, and every time he tries to help out a situation, bad things happen afterwards, and I'm just like, wow, mm-hmm. like that really just sets the tone. Where it's like, yeah, no, like you could try your hardest to like, it's not, it's not a movie, it's not some fiction where it's you know, the good versus evil the, this, this, you're gonna you're this is all good so a good thing's gonna happen it's like no you're gonna do something and a bad and out of that goodness of your heart a bad thing will ultimately happen it, or has a possibility of happening mm-hmm. so you know I, I i will say that's another one well not so much the battles because of course you know it's um video game fictionalized but you know for for in terms of that realist realism factor. I got to yeah. give it to a little bit of that when it comes to just consequences. Yeah, that's great too. Cause you can like Irwin is probably one of the best characters. Cause he has to juggle that like moral compass of what, it, you know, what, what do I need to do? Like he, you know, he's a general in the sense of like, I know I'm going to lose people. So I can't like, I have to limit that factor in my judgment because I can't be like, oh, I can't do this. We can't retake the wall because if we retake the wall, we're going to lose people. Yeah. He's like, all right, we're going to lose more people if I don't. So I'm mm-hmm. going to take the wall or that whole thing where he's. And just that 
whole like okay you think you could do better here you go type situation like mm-hmm. he's willing to like here you have my when that guy's holding them at gunpoint like what the fuck are you doing ma you gotta do this and he's just like all right well you could have my command make sure that this happens make sure you do this make sure you made it and the guy's like you can't be serious right oh god <laughs> he's just like i don't know i don't fucking know yeah. i'm just doing the best here so i did like that too like i said everyone's definitely for some reason my top three characters are all like the top three members of the scouts is the is uh levi erwin and the the research scientist chick like Hunch. I, yeah, yeah i love those three for whatever uh, did reason. you call her a waifu when we were off here yeah i did i was like yes, she's <laughs> definitely yeah if i'm gonna use that term correctly yeah she's definitely the tier because she's so funny oh my she god is. it's just every moment she's in that uh, it was definitely i was like oh this is gonna be a good scene <laughs> yeah you know I, mean? like, I was i was getting ready for some uh some knee slapping humor at some point from her yeah she definitely brings the kind of calming factor because she tends to be paired with levi at least yeah, with they, when they she interacts they, with they do balance out pretty well yeah but yeah she's i mean it's all good i mean i i try to think of like characters i don't really like and it's hard because they all they're all defined very well i mean i don't really like armin just because he's such a Every time he's given the opportunity to to really show his abilities, like he's very smart, he he can't do it. He collapses, and you don't. I don't know. Like it does get better later on in the story. Like uh, I think about when they when Aaron first turns into a titan, and Armin's kind of given the control. Well, obviously he pussies out, but when he gets it together, everyone looks at him like, "Hey, we need you." And then he's just like, John, you do it. Which is great because I feel like that built up John, but at the same time, you lose respect for Armin. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does, but in a sort of similar vein to when we were talking about Vinland Saga, where I do realize that this is a multi season epic at this point. So mm. I could see, especially too, because Aaron couldn't get his shit together when it comes to just the Titan abilities in the beginning. You know, he fucking. First one, he got lucky, and he's just tearing ass. Second time, he goes after Mikasa by accident. Or not even, just lose control. You know, third time, he can't even do it. You know what I mean? It's just that, what's it called? I Every time that I see a character not realize their full potential in the thing, I'm always like, all right, that's just them building up on the moment where they finally do, and it makes it all that more mm. worthwhile. So I feel like, I don't know, because you've seen everything, so I just feel like Armin's going to come into his own, and you're going to see all that shit happen. Or he's going to get eaten. Who the fuck knows, because the show is like this. So I could yeah. feel like Armin, maybe season two, maybe season three, he finally gets, you know, to do like a time jump or whatever like that. and Because and and, you, you say they get older at some point. So I could That's see... That's four, when they get older. Okay. So I could see, like, Armin gets his shit together by then and he's and he's almost along the lines of like a tactician as good as Erwin. Yeah. I, I think or, I'm just biased because I don't like him. <laughs> to be honest. Like as a character I never really liked him. Uh I don't like I've noticed this it's just a quick little sidebar, but I do not like anime anymore that has a weak mental main character. I like Aaron a lot because he's physically weak and he has moments of doubt, but I would never c- consider him weak. 
I don't know, spiritually or he has conviction. So I'll watch some of these newer ones and it's just, okay, you can be physically weak, but if you have nothing mentally that I'm like, okay, this guy's a killer mentally, but not physically. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, just, I, I, I get uh, that. That's like, um, what's it called? It's like, dude, like, are you going to develop at all? Or like, yeah. but we're not even that. Like, do you mean so much as long lines of like, they don't ever change throughout the first, like, because I could, yeah. for like an episode, you could see like, okay, this guy's pitiful in this episode. But if he doesn't get any better, then you have that sort of thing. Well, doubt, having moments of doubt are great. But just starting off like, oh, I'm weak. I'm pathetic. I can't do this. Okay. Start out that way, but let's get like I look at Black Clover, which I haven't finished, but the whole thing is like the main crux of the beginning is this guy lives in a magical world and he can't use magic, but he's so determined that I'm gonna be a fucking great this this and that that he like he still goes out there. I love characters like I understand obviously certain ones, but even something like Tokyo Revengers where. The main character is literally called the crybaby hero because he cries in every fucking episode. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. And I liked it. I liked the first season and then season two. That's different. It deals with time travel and I hate time travel in all genres. But I need a character kind of like an Aaron, which I think Armin gets a pass because he's not the main guy. He reflects a symptom of humanity, but I hate main characters that are just mentally weak at all times because then it's like, well, why am I invested in this person? Like even Naruto, he knows he's not strong. He knows he's not weak, but he's so hell bent on becoming Hokage that that's what makes you interested in him. So if you ever watch one punch man, you're going to, I think you're going to be very conflicted about some stuff because they have characters where like, these are some strong ass fucking characters. Mm-hmm. Like they have like a whole ranking system and you find out that um what's it called? It? One of one of Saitama, Saitama's the main character. He, he's mm-hmm. one he's one punch man. So his one of his, his like partner or his student that he that like vows to his life to like serve him and learn from him and shit like that. Like he's literally like a top ranked like fucking hero. And, but every time he goes in the battle, they get smoked. Hmm. And it's just because it turns out that, like, no, like, literally this, the main character, Saitama, he's just so fucking strong. And that's why he's one punch man. But he's not called that in the show. It's a whole thing. It's just the the, the title. But he's, (laughs) he's literally the strongest fucking hero. And, but he doesn't get the recognition. Because he he didn't realize there was like a, a second page to like the written test, <laughs> so he like it's like a so he starts off at like the bottom like C rank hero type status, and he has to like climb the ranks and shit like that. But what's it called? But um, but yeah, all these guys are like so. I'm not gonna say overhyped because they really are like the best of the best, but the threats that they come against just dwarf them in comparison to where like yeah no like. The world be over if not for this one dude who doesn't give a shit but just wants to be here for fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna handle that when you see it. But well, like I said, it's okay to have those characters, but fuck me, like I need something. That's that was my whole issue with Vinland Saga, which I think in hindsight you're you're probably more correct 
I definitely think there was more growth from Thorfinn that I remember. Because I, I definitely after the Welsh guy dies, uh, I think there's a real like he realizes I have nothing, and I think that's very human. Like now that I kind of thought about it, I'm like, okay, but I still would have liked to have seen some aspects of humanity from him. But maybe that's just like I said. I'm not like everybody else. I have a very particular story interest. So with shit like this, I definitely like seeing a main character that I I'm, I understand they got to be weak. They got to be physically or not prepared because then there's no story. I mean, there are some obviously where there's over like one punch man where there's an overpowered main character. But you tell a story a different way, right? But this, that's why I really like Aaron. Because he, even though he's weak, he has that fuck him kind of mentality of like, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to do this. Yeah, well, they were even describing it. What was it? The, the soldier that rescued him and Mikasa in the beginning mm-hmm. even says like, oh, yeah, those kids are fine. One is, I heard, is like the top of the class. And the other one is has a stubbornness or sense of dry. I forgot how he words it, but he even mm-hmm. describes it where it's like he has that sort of like internal like. I'm going to fuck shit up like devil yeah. may care type or not even that. Cause that's cavalier. Um, we just got that determination, that stubbornness and determination. That's fucking scary. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like that, that is um, what's it called? That's even a way that they describe that. That's how they describe him throughout the whole show that he's, he's yeah. not the best. He's an okay. Academically. He's okay. When it comes to ODM maneuvers and shit like that. And he's all right when it comes to physicality shit, but he just has that drive. He has that unkillable fucking like I'm. I don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. this is going to happen because I'm going to will it to happen. Just the un- yeah. indomitable will type deal. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I that, that, that. I know the kind of sidebar has been going on, but I think if people, because when you make a weak character, you gotta supplement it with a good story. There has to be growth. That's the whole issue with like something like Tokyo Revengers, where you have a weak character who doesn't grow. He grows socially. He has great friends who are all overpowered. And then when it comes to him, it's like, even if you read the comments on Crunchyroll, it's like, man, why won't this guy take a boxing class? Because <laughs> the whole time he gets his ass beat. And he cries all the time. And then you are you get to the point where you're like, okay, the, the side characters are so good, but the main character brings the story down. It happens in all aspects, like even romance ones. Well, I mean, that was Avatar for the first um, until Aang really starts getting his shit together. He's supposed to be the one that's going to save the whole fucking world have with all these godlike powers, but he has to literally learn how to get all these things to use Which them. The, the learning's so. great, but it has to be done right. Like, I look at Naruto. Naruto, he's not good, but he has this determination. I'm going to do this. But if you compare him, in my opinion, to both, I'm sure I'm wrong here, but Fuck it. If you're going to have a weak character, they need to have a strong mindset. You can have a, a... I don't know. If you have too weak of a mindset and a weak character, you got to motivate them to do something. But oh, at the end of the day... Mabel. What did uh-oh. you do? Jesus fucking Christ. What'd she do? She got into a medicine bottle. Uh-oh. Oh, my fucking God. 
I don't even know where the fuck she would have got it. I don't even know where the fucking bottle is. Anywho. <laughs> we'll edit this out. I'll deal with that. I'll deal with you in a little bit. But, you yeah, know, anyway, uh, anything else that we want to talk? I feel like we've just been rambling on at this point. We yeah. want to uh, get to a Let's see. We got story thing. so far, character development. Uh, I'm trying to think how I'm going to edit this at this point. Uh, one moment that stuck with you, I guess, and then we'll do ratings and then any improvements, and then we'll do the next one. All right. So, clap. Clap. All right. Clap. This is where we're going to edit to. We had an issue, but now we're back. All right. We'll just wrap up the last part. I like good writing with strong characters. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm sure I'm wrong about some. All right. Let's get what is a moment from this anime that really stuck with you from season one where it kind of defines the show to you? Oh, oh, Jesus. There's um, a moment in season one that defines the show. Jesus. So Christ. far, obviously, you're going to keep watching. But... Uh, well, I, I just depends on like, but there's a lot of shit that defines the show to me. Uh, the, the whole aspect of like the real, like I said, like I, I always think back to the realism aspect of everyone is. Mm-hmm susceptibility to the death by horrible fucking shit because this is a war um what's it called it just um what's it called it's just the, the the growth the determination the 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 shit that happened in basic you know where he's really trying trying to figure out how like what's it calls it like e- even like there was a there was a flaw in his gear that like prevented like he was he was able to do it but there was just his, his gear i don't even know if that was a an element of the plot that was like they they just said that or whatever but but like um but what's it calls it? like there's just let's see overall i mean aaron just yelling all the time was another thing that is there, i mean you're gonna have to you might have to get back to me because, like, I, said, I really quite haven't gotten the full. What, what, what about you though? Like, what, what was one that really? Because maybe I could just go off this from what you had to do. But when you saw it the first season, what was your? I think, yeah, that's tough. I really have to go with the the colossal titan peering over the wall first. Like when I think of season one Attack on Titan, is that and his mom getting fucking munched? <laughs> okay. That threw me. I didn't think that was going to happen. I was like, because me and you went in, it was very similar. I knew Aaron was a Titan. I, I kind of knew, like, okay, I don't know anything really that much about Titans, but I know a lot of people die. And so I'm watching it. I'm like, his mom just got fucking eaten. Aaron turned into a Titan. What are you doing? Let's go. But I think that that's such an iconic thing. It's just that Titan fucking looking over. Are you talking I think about is... like right after boot camp Titan or are you talking about like first no, episode Titan? First episode Titan. Oh, okay. I, I even think in Japan there's a they have a dam and at the bottom of the dam they have the the statue of Armin Mikasa and Aaron looking up like it's the wall. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I think I've seen pictures of it. I think it's in Japan. I assume it's in Japan. <laughs> I don't right. know if any Western. No, it's in Seattle. <laughs> but that—that that to me, I, 
maybe I, I'm trying to think the end of season one is kind of Annie, nothing really. I mean, unless you go to that post credit scene where you see a fucking Titan face on the wall. That's there, but I mean, you you missed it the first time because when I brought it, it up, was, you I were had like, no idea. Because yeah. it was post credits, I didn't know that I had to fucking Marvel movie this shit. Stay to the very <laughs> end, like I didn't think that was. Now, I mean, season two. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay and see what they got. But what's called? I mean, I guess. All right. So to, to really think about it now, maybe. Shit. All right. So I might have to go with. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron getting eaten the first time. Like that was something that stuck in me in terms of like he just saw one of his guys get taken down, and he's in that black. He's like, and he was he was even like the first to act when the colossal titan appeared again. He was the first one, like, oh shit, and kind of like get his shit. He was like, let's fucking go, come on, go. You know, and it was like, oh okay, cool. Like he's actually a really good student in his class. Everyone else kind of froze there, but that doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. It doesn't matter how much fucking bravado or how much um tactical ability or how much whatever the fuck like it didn't matter didn't matter yeah. he still got his leg bitten off by some random choppy fucking jumper abnormal one and then he saved his buddy he saved fucking armin from getting eaten and then he was like i'm out like holding up like that that just that whole thing of i don't know it kind of just re- and he that was even after he got his leg chopped off and he still was able to like reach in there, pull pull him out, throw him onto the roof, and and still like hold the mouth up open long enough for him to like be like you know with his arm reached out like I'm fucking die and then boom like that was something yeah. that that really stuck with me for the whole show of just like holy shit like here's someone that just that like I said his dedication to the cause his his indomitable will is what yeah. really powers him because now I'm thinking to myself. You know, like I, I've I've talked about um, Galvarino a couple of podcasts ago um, on GBS. He was a uh, uh, Machu uh, Mapuche or something like that. So it was Southern American uh, tribal leader who got both of his hands chopped off by the Spanish, and he literally duct taped fucking swords to his forearms, and he went back into battle. Like he's like that type of like. Will, where it's like, now I think to myself, like, anytime I'm having a rough fucking day, like, I'm a fucking <laughs> bitch. I'm a fucking yeah. bitch. Like, that's that's nothing in comparison to the shit. I, and I know, it's an animated thing. I'm not quite sure who could physically hobble on one leg, leap across of a roof, grab their friend, throw him out of a, you know what I mean? But still, like, maybe that's it. Maybe just all the self-sacrifices that I've seen in the show is, like, another yeah. one, too. Well, that thing where he's in the stomach, and he holds up his arm, and then he's like, doesn't want to die and then he just fucking turns. Yeah. That is probably, I mean, that's great too. Cause it didn't stick with me, but it's one of those things when I really think about it, I'm like, damn. Because the whole time I'm like, when's this dude turn into a Titan? Is this how you turn into Titans? You get eaten and then digested and you're the Titan or what? But that was fucking awesome. <laughs> like the whole aspect of the show. But I, yeah, you're right. I mean, self sacrifice. It's not even just. Uh, once again, like Levi's team, they're they're like, hey, go ahead. If we die, we die. Whatever, but trust in us. And then Aaron does, and then they fucking die. But well, what was it? It was even 
in the Battle of Trost, I feel like, when they were trying to keep the the other Titans off of Aaron, but then you see that one squad leader, again, same thing, literally saving one of his own guys, ripping it out of the mouth of a Titan, and then he gets eaten by the Titan himself. So, like, I'm just, mm-hmm. just even seeing moments like that really stuck with me of people just, like, they know the price that they pay to be soldiers. Yeah. Like, it's... You're really going to like Erwin, bro, going forward. Yeah. If you like him now, he's probably going to be your favorite character. Okay. Because he has that, that's, he's smart, but he also has that spirit of like, you know, this is it. Like, I'm doing this no matter what. He has something similar like that where he saves somebody from being eaten, but he doesn't get eaten. But it's very good in terms, I, th- I think you're right. That show does show you the sacrifice. Even if it, like I said, if it's not as open, like, oh, we're going to, we're going to save this person, like their job itself gets them killed. But it's for the greater cause. Yeah. Which I think they really touch on in the beginning when you see the guy give the the mom the hand and she's like, oh, but he died for humanity, right? Like he died so that we can progress or whatever the fuck she says. Yeah. The guy's kind of like, no. And it's like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. But I could understand though in the moment of what's it calls it? Just. I can understand in the moment why it's just everything, especially because when wounds are fresh, mm-hmm. going through shit myself, you know, experiencing a loss and just being like, what the fuck does this even mean? Type deal, you know, like there's no fucking point. This, this whole thing, just being caught up in that darkness of the moment, but just looking, just taking a step back and looking at all the whole um, bullshit where, I mean, even in my, I don't want to sound too selfish here, but when, um, or I don't know how this is even going to come off when I when I say it, but when I lost my dad, it was something that really like it was the end of my world, one of the worlds that that I was living in, where everything after that fact, I had to learn how to do stuff on my own, and I had to because I always had that relationship with him, where like the the master servant type deal, where it's like, oh well, he's got it covered. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he he knows all the answers. He's he's going to be the one to come and save the day and help me out and and swoop in and whatnot. But then when I lost him, it was that, that whole dynamics gone. Yeah. And so even in sort of like pursuits of like doing the podcast or just going off and doing my own bullshit where like it's, it's stuff that I realize now that if he was still alive and he told me that, Oh, this is stupid or, Oh, I don't think that you should do this. Or this I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Even if it was for my betterment, that I thought would make me happy, but he just, you know, I, I might look at him through rose tinted glasses being a perfect person, but you know, he was a human. He was just trying to do his best. So he could see something that, you know, and of course we had our disagreements and he could disagree with something that I might be doing, but I might love to like the podcast. He might say, no, this is a bad idea. Stop it. And I would literally just drop it like that tomorrow. Hmm. So in a way, like his loss helped me, become the person that I am today and sort of like be more self-sufficient instead of having to rely on a higher power, be someone who's going to be more apt to follow my dreams now, because now instead of looking for permission or looking for approval, I'm just going to do it just because I want to do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like in a way it, it, um, I don't even know where this is going anymore, but, uh, but you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> but relating back to, you know, the, the show, 
in terms of like when you first experience something that's tragic, like lost someone, it's, it's really easy to just be like, oh, well, this is a, this was a, a, this didn't need to happen. This and that you can blame this or blame that, but the ultimately it leads to something better. It leads to another mission being caught out. It leads to, you know, them capturing Annie or it leads to, you know, it's, and even when Aaron didn't fucking immediately burst into a Titan, when when he trusted them, they were like, "Okay, we'll just trust us." He's like, "Okay, well, let her right into the trap." Versus like, if he sprung the trap too soon, or you know, or if he fucking right. bursted too soon, I'm gonna call it bursting. You know, <laughs> when, he, when he becomes a titan, when he fucking Morbing out, yeah, when he yeah when he morbs out, <laughs> fucking if he did it too soon, they would that whole thing wouldn't be able to happen. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, or, and just like that with then the same thing with this podcast. If if John was still here. I'm pretty damn sure I wouldn't be doing this podcast because he would probably have something to say about it. I just say no. So everything that is bad will eventually do something better. It, it seems yeah. like. I mean, the it's struggle a, that you have to go through to get to the final result. Yeah, it's a fucking. Oh, this is gonna sound cringy, but like the phoenix kind of analogy. Some dies, comes out. You know, what I mean, just rebirth, shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I'd say. I know a lot of people mock anime because it is very uh, cliche about certain things. I mean, I I can't really say much. We just picked the fucking ten uh, particular <laughs> anime to roll for, but uh, oh yeah, I can't wait till we do that one. It's a uh, it has moments where you're like, holy shit! Like that's some of the most human stuff you're gonna see, and they are able to get it in a way that it's very hard for other media to do. I mean, I'm not even going to count music because that's completely different, but even like, I don't want to bring up Game of Thrones, but like a live action show, it's very hard to get those human emotions across. And so sometimes obviously you have an actor, but even this, you have voice actors, you have animators, but the fact that they can make you feel something for these characters, I think is a testament to good writing. I, I feel like the anime gets it done very well because just like when you're writing a like when you're reading a book, mm-hmm. you not only get the action when you're like seeing what is going on screen, but you're also getting the internal dialogue that goes on inside the character's head of a lot of time like it would that would kind of take you out if you're watching Game of Thrones. And you just hear yeah. Jon Snow is like narrator voice talking over like I'm like, you know, what I mean, like it's, it's supposed to be all caught up in the moment. Like you're seeing yeah. it play out versus like you're seeing it play out, but you're also understanding where these characters are at mentally. So like scenes are set in a sort of way. So, yeah, I, well, that's the biggest thing against get like people hate. Some people hate Kit Har- Harrington as Jon Snow, but I thought he did a great job because, yeah, they're like, oh, he's just brooding and grumpy. That's how John is portrayed, but you don't get his thoughts. And I do think they do later on. They kind of make him stupid in terms of like the political aspect. McQueen, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there's only so much you can do. Like you said in the live action, because that would be weird if right. I think about it. And then you just have Kit Harrington be like, "And then I thought this." <laughs> It'd be, right. It completely throw the whole thing out. So I, that is I did definitely like... a benefit. I did like one live action show that kind of bridged that gap between live action and anime where did you, you remember a show called burn notice? Yeah. 
It was on USA for the people who don't know it. It was on USA. It follows a, a guy named Michael Weston, and I love that dude. He was a he's a spy who got burned by the government, and so he has to like and he takes up like a private investigator help out the like a sort of MacGyver. It kind of like blended MacGyver with uh, some other sort of private eye type shit because he like mm-hmm. in, he knows all this trade craft stuff from being a, a field agent and all this shit. But it would have moments where it would have him talking about, like, when you're a spy, you got to think about blah, 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 which was kind of, like, set up the little, like, internal struggle that he would have in his mind for certain situations. So I did like it for that aspect of the show. I feel like it did that. It did the show a, a great service to have that. I think Dexter does something similar, right? Right. Dexter does yeah. have a similar internal monologue that goes down of, and of the sociopath trying to figure out how to be, become well-adjusted in society. And shit. But it's only for him. It's only for yeah, him. that's true. Same thing with the uh, the show you on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I know about it. That's the stalker guy, right? Yeah, but he has internal dialogue, but it's only him. Yeah. Well, I mean, but... Burnos even goes so far as like he'll explain it through other people's scenes too. Like he'll show like when people are doing, you know. So I, it's a really good. It's not perfect because it's not like having that character have the internal, like you know. But it, mm-hmm. it'll be his. So it'll be him explaining it. So it's kind of like it kind of bridges that gap in a sort of way. Yeah, because when you don't have that internal monologue and you're trying to explain why somebody's doing this, like a, a certain action, a lot of times they'll just be like, have them say it out loud, and it just comes off weird. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's very that's a sh- struggling thing. I feel like uh, that's a, that's a hard thing to balance. But we're getting off topic. <laughs> Again, we always kind of, do that, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Uh, you got ratings and improvements. So, you got a rating yet for season one? Uh, I'm. It's still a firm, solid A, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's still up there where it's like I'm not. Like I said, this is the first one I'm gonna rate. So I gave my three last episode that are in the S categories. And you know, I could see the questionable this, ones. I could see this becoming an S at some point when if I finish out the whole series. But it's it's just one season, so from yeah. right now it's going to stay today. Anything that, that you—it's not a rocky start or anything like that. You know, it's pretty yeah. solid. Anything you want to see or improvements could be like, I just want to learn more about something or. Yeah, I, I'm. I am curious to see how the abilities work. I'm curious to see now about the wall. You know, I'm curious to see. Like, but of course, everything that I'm curious about, I'm hoping will be explained in the further seasons. So, uh, like in terms of improvement wise, like maybe be more closer to the translation or like you know to the original because that whole scene with uh, oh, do you like her? Well, would have been a lot, yeah. I think would have been a lot funnier. Um, oh, dude, with her dead face too. Like, do you like her? And you're like. <laughs> What is what is going on? Yeah. Well, same thing when he attacks her, and then they ask him about it, and she's like, "Oh, you didn't see there was a fly. He's trying to hit the fly or some shit." And if I you read the remember, comments, I don't remember that. So yeah, on the comments, people are like, "Wow, Mikasa really already making excuses for domestic violence and shit." Yeah, <laughs> so like I definitely, definitely a translation thing. Yeah, that that'd be my only thing. I I guess I would say uh, just mm-hmm. maybe a better translation. For the for the dubs, but I mean, you know, I, I really can't think of anything so far because, like I said, I'm not so immersed in the lore. Like, I didn't read any manga on it, so I don't really have like any sort of like comparisons. Like, oh well, it's like this, so I, I really can't make any sort of those. Yeah, the only part of the manga I read was the ending because I I'd seen some things. I'm like, look, if it's gonna be spoiled, I'd rather spoil it myself. Fair enough. 
So, and then I saw that and I was like, hmm. There's a whole thing about it. I don't, like I said, I'm very particular. We just want our fucking whole thing about characters, which I'm sure next episode I'll be like, no, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> but. Hey, that's how we do it, folks. Our opinions are going to change over time. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's shit. I, I still give this show an A. Uh, season one is hard because it's just so much coming at you. And it, it doesn't matter if you never watched anime or if you've seen a lot. Like, it's just a lot of trope breaking kind of things where just people are getting murdered. And I, honestly, I think the best first episode for an anime is probably Attack on Titan. I, I, I'm trying to think there are other ones that are good, but for me, I'd say like, cause it just gets to the point. It tears your heart out and you're like, Oh, this world is fucking like, it sets the tone very well. Yeah. Uh, the scenes are definitely set very well. Yeah, for sure. The pacing too. I'd say the pa- the whole pacing of the show, nothing really feels rushed. I mean, it moves quickly too. Cause you kind of get a breather. And then like with Aaron at that castle or whatever the fuck it is, the house. And then it's not it even that really long, was, you know. It's yeah. like it, it's some and some of it too is like interspersed between flashbacks and shit too. Mm-hmm. So it's done very well. Keeps you invested. Keeps you moving along very well. Yeah, what was it? I blew through like you're saying. Like we did episode three and we stopped, and then I got to episode eighteen mm-hmm. in like almost a day. Yeah, and then so, last night you fucking finished it all. Yeah, and then I finished it. Well, I, I wanted to get the recording in, so I, I figured, all right, yep. let me power through this. And it was something that I actually didn't mind powering through and watching. So you know, I'm, I'm sure, well, like you said, though, if there's one that I want to tap out, I'll just say, no, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. And yeah. We'll, we'll do something else. But I haven't, thank, luckily, I haven't gotten to that yet. But I have a feeling, <laughs> though, coming up with the fucking dice roll I have to fucking do. I'm going to, I might be tapping out, but. Some of them, I will make you watch all of it. Oh, Lord. I don't even have a mercy rule. Okay, some of them I will get. But if we're going to do the mercy, then we're going to have to like, supplement it with something else. You know what I mean? Like Three episodes in, is that fair? And if you don't like it after three? I'm giving three regardless. You know? so, but my question well, I'm is... I'm saying that's the limit. So it's not just one episode. You're like, this sucks. Like, right. Give it three. Yeah, I'll give it three. And then we'll switch to something else. Um. So for that, though, are we going to... Do you want to do the react the the scene by scene reaction things that we did for the first episode, or are we gonna kind of just? How does I'm down because we're done with this. Uh, so far, all I gotta do now is do the roll, right? And then we're done with this episode. Yeah. All right. So just for questioning for the next time. So when we go forward, this show, this new show is gonna get picked, and then mm-hmm. the next episode is gonna be us talking about it for a little bit, right? Yeah. And then we'll pause. And it's up to you. I, it's 12 episodes, so. That's each, really up to you. Each one you picked is a 12 episode one that we got? Or? Maybe 13. Okay. But I'm looking right now. Like, the only one I know that has a season two is Interview with Monster Girls. And maybe Orishura. That's it, really. Okay. Everything else is a one and so far a one and done. Uh,. So, yeah, I mean, that's, what, two and a half, three hours? With 20-minute episodes times 10 is 200 plus 240, 340. No, 240. I'm bad at math, guys. Come on, Spec, help me out. You're just staring at me. That's why they kicked me out of Asia, bro. Me don't do math good. You don't be doctor. They ship me off to America. So, look at me. So 15, what's 4, 
So yeah, it's about three hours. Yeah, don't. So, I mean, don't if... ever tell me. I'm I'm Han Solo. Don't ever tell me the numbers. All right, don't <laughs> tell me the hours. Don't ever tell me the numbers. So, uh, so for the next episode though, it'll be us talking about it, and then we're we're gonna do like maybe a brief scene by scene. Are you gonna edit that to where we'll do three episodes of it on air, and then you'll cut it out all the blank spots of us talking in between, and then you'll put out the full one for the Patreon. Like, how's that gonna work? Right. We we can do that if you want. I mean, I'll watch the whole fucking thing with you. I don't give a shit. I got time. Okay. Well, I feel like this is not going to be a good thing for everybody. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about that later. No, on. No, no. So I mean, like, if you want to, re- we don't have to record the whole thing. Is what I'm saying. Oh. Do you yeah. want to do the first three, and then if you want to keep watching, I'll watch with you. I don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. Cool. That'll work out. Well, all right. So, shall we get to the roll? Should we figure out we're yeah. incorporating something from GVS? We're yeah. taking this D10 now, and we got ten animes. That mm-hmm. you told me to write down, and you have them written down as well. Yep. And then we're going to roll this and see what we get. And that's going to be our next one. Three. Oh, shit. So that's Orishiro. I might be saying that wrong, but... O-R-E-S-U-R-A. All right. Okay, that'll be the next one that we talk about, folks. Look at yep, that. Because we'll do... we couldn't get a hold of Roper to do uh, Akame Got Kill. So Roper... That's your fault, buddy. Uh, I'm just going to put that one solely on you because you got to get your shit together, bro. I love you to death, but please, like, hasty. It, it makes it makes a lot of important. Unless you hate me. So I don't know what that's about either. But Ooh, okay. I remember this one. What? Worry sure. Okay. So, so this you- one will be pretty good. All right. It's not as pervy. It's probably one of the least pervy ones. Hey, thank you, D10. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, all right, folks, because I don't... Here, folks, I can't make any of this up. I can't manipulate the dice. I don't know none of those shows you told me about. So this was just chance. Thank you, D10, mm-hmm. for easing me into this fucking experience. So we'll <laughs> see you guys next time. All right. All right. Later, boys. Yep, we love you. Peace. <laughs>